and welcome to Plus One to Gaming. I'm Chris. And I'm Eric. And joining us once again are our co-host cohorts, Billy and Mark. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Oh, pretty awesome, because we're on part two of our romp through Maths Frost Mighty Digressions. Eric, do you want to give us a quick summary and take us back into the game? Yes. Uh, so let's do a quick recap. When, we, when last we left, or when we left you last, you were in a study room in the Vatican Library. Twain was reading a book about demonology, I believe, is what it was. Uh, Mass Froth's Mighty Digressions. When the book suddenly turned into a ectoplasmic orb and attacked you and nearly wiped you out. <laughs> uh, by the skin of your teeth, you, you defeated the orb. Um, and then through some conversation with a page, learned that this is not the first time this has happened. Really, even in this, like, in this week, uh, there are two other books that very similar things happened with. And he told you that the the people who brought in those books are still in the Vatican or in like adjacent area. And their names were Yarlin High Scroll and Valar or Valor, however you pronounce it. And you decided you wanted to, to go speak with one of one or both of them. Who would you like to to speak with first? Which voice are you more confident with? Foo, man. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was practicing this morning, and to be honest, neither. I usually, Saturday is my practice day, mm -hmm. uh, so I've been robbed of that. I've spent an inor inordinate amount of time this week practicing character voice, so. Yeah, I've been, I do it like in the car a lot, um, driving to and from work, so we'll, we'll see. Which, dealer's choice. <laughs> The, I guess the British guy would probably be. Yeah. So Yarlan High Scroll is the British guy. And you you got like a little bit of a rundown of each one of them from um, the Vatican page, uh, Sprig. I believe so. And he told you, he basically told you where to find either of them. So you, you don't have to like search or ask questions. So you, you can go. Um, Yarland High Scroll tends to frequent the the pub that's like right outside the Vatican gates. So you will find him there. And then Valor will be kind of around the Vatican, easily findable. Yes, well, I could use a stiff drink. Let us go to the pub. Okay, so leaving the Vatican, because there's there are obviously no no pubs in the Vatican. But the businessmen of Rome are smart, so there are pubs right outside the Vatican. <laughs> plenty, plenty to choose from. There's one that you you see that tries to mimic a little bit of a a, a British pub, and you you know that's where any sort of self-respecting British person <laughs> would choose that pub over over the other wine bars and bistros. When you when you enter, it's still the middle of the day, <laughs> but. There, there are a few patrons in here. It's, it's dark wood, smoky, uh, smells of barley and hops, and you see a young man sitting in the back corner with, with a few books open on his table and a, and a pint. And from the description that you got, uh, you're pretty sure that this is Yarlin High School. Mark Twain walks up to the bartender. Uh, I would assume they. Speak English because it's a British style pub. He says, uh, two pints of the best brown you have, my friend. And 
once he gets the the pints, he 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 starts drinking one and, and carries the other one over to to Yarland High Scroll, who we I guess we assume that that is Yarland High Scroll, um, and 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 set it down in front of him. And uh, uh, do you want to say something or? I was, I was yeah, I was, I was gonna say it's like oh, this is much better than that terrible sacramental wine that I've been stealing from inside there. Get my drift. So he he looks up kind of surprised from his books, uh, and you see a, a huge smile across his face, and he says, "Oi, oi, chaps, are y'all British?" No, my good sir, I am Samuel Clemens from uh, the good U.S. of A. I don't know if you've heard of me, my pen name, uh, Mark Twain. And he winks his eyebrow and, you know, does give the little look. So I think at this point he's pretty famous. He says, oh, of course I heard of Mark Twain. I love your books. I thought I thought for sure y'all was British because your pants go down to your ankles and you're wearing socks. So I knew you weren't Italians. I leave the, uh, I, I will forgive the, uh, the subtle racism, but uh, uh, I'm here with my very good friend, uh, Nikola Tesla. Maybe you've heard of him. And uh, and my also uh, good friend, uh, Mr. Houdini. What? Nikola Tesla. Of course I heard of him, too. I never heard of no Houdini, though. My friend, trust me, you will someday. You will. What uh, what books is he reading? If I While they're talking, can I uh, eyeball uh, them? Uh, yeah, they're history books. Books about uh, Italian history. Ah, I see you're a, a bookworm as well. What is it that you're studying? Oh, yeah. I know my voice, my, my accent, I sound kind of downstairs, but I'm wicked smart. I read all the books in Cambridge already. I had to come down here to the Vatican to do a little more research. I'm a historian. Hmm. Well, what are you researching? Uh, I, I am a, a student of history myself, and... Uh, I would be very surprised if there wasn't a subject on this great earth that old Nikola Tesla wasn't already familiar with as well. Uh, this book's about the unification. It's relatively recent history, but still interesting nonetheless. I try to put together kind of a, a full encompassing view of Europe unifying because uh, at this time, Italy just kind of recently had like a unification war similar to like what germany does in like a few years hmm, interesting i've not heard of this recent italian politics not not quite familiar but um am familiar with and maybe you're familiar with too is books that seem to attack people oh you chaps heard about that i heard about it we experienced firsthand and let me know let me tell you it was almost our downfall. What are you talking about? Well, we nearly survived by the skin of our teeth. It was quite the terrible interaction. You boys have one of them books attack you too? Uh, at this point, Tesla uh, pushes play on his uh, little contraption and that six second clip, like like a small projector, shows the uh, little six second clip that I got when we were fighting it. Oh, what is the devil is that? That is amazing. This thing nearly took us all out. Yes, it's so, an interesting scientific anomaly, and we were hoping you could help us identify it. I ain't never seen nothing like that. That's what those books look like when they attack people? Yes. That's 
what our book looked like when it attacks people. I unfortunately cannot give tale of any of the other instances. Sidebar real quick. Is it, w w do we know that this guy was attacked or this guy was someone who donated a book that turned into a thing that attacked? He donated Maseroth's Mighty Digressions. Gotcha. Okay. So he has not been attacked by it, but there have been two other attacks, so he's heard of them. Gotcha. Okay. I heard of the other attacks, you know, in the pub and around town, but I didn't know one happened. Did this happen today? Yes, it happened just this morning. And it was from the book that you donated for your entrance into the Vatican. Pray My tell. book? Yes, pray tell. Where did you acquire it? Oof, man, uh, in my travels, I picked up a lot of interesting books. Uh, I believe, let me try to think. I think I got that one in Cairo. Um, at a little shop in, in the big market at like the, the high town. Can't remember the name exactly. I think it had the word dune in it, like a, like a sand dune. Um, does he seem to be, uh, with his, his body language, his eyes, does he seem to be truthful? Um, roll a perception check. Is that perception? That's, what is that? That's an insight, it's, I believe. Insight? insight, insight yeah. Check. Cool. I'll do the same as well. Uh, 14 for Tesla. I have less. I have eight. <laughs> you, I mean, from his... He doesn't seem to have, like, changed his cadence or anything. He's not, like, looking away or anything. So you think that he's telling the truth. What can you tell, of, tell us of this, this place where you've acquired this book? Yeah, I don't remember the the name. I do remember the word Dune, I believe, was the name of the shop. Something like Dune. What I do remember was the shopkeep. He was a big fella, proper lad, uh, through and through. Real funny, real friendly. Had a lot of books. This one just looked real interesting. I wasn't even interested in the in the contents. I didn't even read it. Oh, you know, it, okay. It, it, it looked interesting, so I pick it up. It was cheap. So you you've never opened this book before, prior to your donation. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's right. Uh, yeah, I mean, you ever buy a book just because the cover looked cool? Um, I hope people do think that about my books uh i could use all the purchases <laughs> possible but um yes I, of course i have done so um, yeah you know kind of an impulse purchase i bought it and then when i needed a book to to donate here i didn't really mind giving it up because it wasn't anything i really cared about i'm not much of a fiction reader uh, you know i like i like to read some history and that's what i was looking for at their shop i, I stop into every bookstore i can find anywhere i go well, do you have plans besides hanging at this pub for the next let's say a few hours oh not in the next few hours i'm probably gonna leave here in about a week i got i gotta get back back to london hmm. okay um and there's nothing else you could think peculiar about either the book or the location that you haven't already told us i i understand that you've given us much information on which to go but yeah, I don't believe so. Uh, you know, like I said, it's a big market. The thing about these markets, the the shops kind of move around sometimes. So, like, I don't remember exactly where it was. It's busy, a lot of people. Um, but it's a, it's a market in, in Cairo, I believe. I buy books all over the place. He's turning a little Australian. It, yeah, and he was... Uh... 
he said wicked smart which is pretty awesome as well so new england yeah <laughs> i couldn't think of another way he's to england say it. new england he's he's medium Pro- england he's proper not- smart but proper smart but my dad's from australia so it kicks in sometimes um mark twain turns towards his party members and and states hmm i, w- I wonder if this shop in cairo is is the key or the connection with these books i do wonder if if these book had a purpose if you get what i'm trying to say as if their ultimate destination was not destined but was a, the goal was to get them here in the vatican or if it just happens to be a a fluke or a coincidence that two of these books happen to be donated um yeah it's a good question i i that is my biggest it felt sort of like a trap it, perhaps it, it did but if i mean if he didn't open it i we cannot we don't know when that trap was set if it was set in the cairo if it was set here in the vatican and it just happened to be one of the books that was chosen to be a trap or if i mean we this man could have set it himself but i find that highly unlikely and improbable do to track down this valor lady and see if any of her stories has similar parts to it i think that is what i would do when i when i'm trying to get to one of my stories and i that's how i would do it but i i am not the investigator like you've never written a detective story aren't you right supposed to know the end already Yes, but that's when I don't solve my own mysteries. I create the mysteries. Um, but no, I well, think we're alike that, that way, mystery then. solving is the is on the forefront of the specialties of good old Nikola Tesla here. So uh, I do wave my uh, vote for all continuing actions to Tesla uh, as a gesture of good faith to my good friend. Uh, my dear friend, you are too kind and generous as always. In my mind, there are two mysteries, the first of which is to find out what are these things, and the second of which is who is creating them. But I fear that we don't have enough to go on. Harry, you are right. Let us find this valor and see what we might uncover. Uh, meanwhile, can I ask one? Or are we going back to the Vatican? I was going to ask our friend here if he knew anything about it. I don't remember who it was that told us about valor. Okay, I thought it was the, the page who told us about the it, Oh, yeah. It yeah, was. it was. I believe, and I thought Eric said that he was, but I believe. Right, the pub was that, outside the gates. The pub is outside the gates, and Valor would be back in the Vatican City. Gotcha. Back in the, okay. Oh, okay. Because I was going to ask if on the way into the Vatican, if we could summon a page to ask a favor. You, yeah, you, uh, yeah, you certainly could. Um, I mean, you guys have been in the Vatican for a few days and are relatively famous guests, so... Um, like the the pages and the scribes and like the Swiss guard and everything have been kind of alerted to your presence and to like watch watch for you and if you need anything to you know help you out so you could easily flag down somebody for help. So are you guys leaving the bar? I have nothing I, more to ask. I I think we've squeezed all the juice out of this board, if you get my meaning. So um, Yarlan says, "All right, chaps. Th- thanks for the pint." As you as you walk out, um, so it's 
I imagine at this time it's kind of relatively easy to to go in and out of the Vatican. Um, so if you want, you know, to just walk back through the gates, that that's not a problem. Uh, you don't need to like talk to any guards or anything. The gates are more than likely just open, um, kind of free travel between the two states. Um, when you go into when you like go into the threshold into the Vatican, you're in, uh, I believe it's St. Peter's square, uh, which is like a huge pavilion in front of the Basilica. And there would be tons and tons of, you know, priests, bishops, tourists, uh, kind of people on like a pilgrimage. Like it's a, it's a very busy square, but again, you could very easily spot somebody who works there because of the way they dress. Yeah, so I'll just go to one looking for somebody who might be um, young, ambitious, maybe a traveler themselves, um, or someone who has traveled, looking mm-hmm. for somebody worldly. Uh, so are you are you looking for a page or a? Yeah, a page or an assistant. To ask a quick favor. Okay, well, um, your like assigned page kind of follows you around, <laughs> so uh, you could easily grab Sprig. My dear girl. I must ask a favor of you. I need you to find, to look for us, a bookstore in Cairo at one of the markets. There are many. I don't have much to give you, but something Dune in the name. Can you make this effort for us? Trying to get from British to Italian. Hang on. Or Mr. Tesla, uh, I am not permitted to leave the Vatican. I have many duties here. Uh, I did uh, speak to my, my supervisor, the bishop, and... Uh, he asked you to go look for this uh, this mystery and said that we would be able to reward you uh, pretty handsomely. Oh, my dear girl, I did not wish for you to go. Just to see if you could find some word, some, some knowledge of its whereabouts, its location. Many people well, travel can... through here. Perhaps somebody has been to Cairo and knows of this place. I, I can ask around. Uh, have you uh, spoken to Avala yet? No, we are just on our way. I will do my, my best and ask anyone uh, that I think might uh, know a little bit about it. I thank you. And she hurries off, shuffles away really quick. It's, it's a good scary. <laughs> yes, now it's time to find this Valor person. So Sprig let you know, I guess off screen, that Valor uh, could be found, you know, at like, a slightly different part, kind of in the back, uh, behind some buildings of the Vatican. The Vatican's a very small, uh, and most of it is a giant building. Um, but there are some like smaller, smaller <laughs> buildings, uh, you know, little cottages, different things like that. Um, so you go and you see her on the roof of one of these uh, smaller houses, like working on the, like the, the roof, the the, the clay. Um, shingles and we know that valor also donated one of the books correct yes uh sprig you told the, you the name that, of that book i do i would have asked i asked sprig this information okay hang on let me just find where it is in here yes um so sprig says oh yes uh, valor donated the uh the dark hunger game uh not game book uh <laughs> and uh, it's a game uh, she donated the Dark Hunger uh, a few, like about a week ago. Uh, hunger. Okay. Noted. 
I guess if she's up on the top, uh, probably not super easy to access it if we're on the ground level, correct? Uh, I mean, you it's a single story, so you she's like 10 feet above you. Okay. And she's kind of, like, when you when you see her, she's, like, laying down with, like, her feet pointed toward, like, the, the downward slope. Um, and you can see that she's she's working on the shingles. Um, you also see that she is a very, like, like large, like, tall and well-built, like, very strong-looking woman. So I, I, I call up to her, Guten Tag, Frau Valor. Unfortunately, that is the extent of my German. Um, could do you have but a moment to come down and and uh, and talk to us? She she looks down, sits up, and kind of scowls. Can't you see that I am busy? I do see that, but um, we we uh, <clears throat> we have some very. Uh, some questions that do need to answer, and, and we have heard that you are the most qualified and the best source of some of this information, and and we, and we really would would uh, it would be so gracious for you to donate just a a, a bit of your time to us. Um, and I don't know if you've. I'm Mark Twain. This is my colleagues. Yes, my dear Fraulein, we are on an errand of great importance. It would be quite prudent if you gave us just a moment of your time in a matter that you, does concern you. You're still in your giant, like, armor, right? Yeah, he's walking. He's wearing it as, like, a display, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so it, it seems like... And I would... I don't know if German people would be more... I mean, and... Uh, I don't think that they would be as familiar with Mark Twain, but they may be familiar with uh, with Tesla. I want to try and invoke a feature from my background, Heart of Darkness. Ooh. Um, so because of the events that were unspeakable that we don't know about last mm -hmm. year, yeah, um, that's kind of where I picked level one for Tesla for like him to go on his adventure. And that's where his background came from. So like, mm -hmm. and he's a weird guy. So I think like it just like haunts him. But this feature, essentially, like people who look into your eyes can see that you faced something dark and they will try to help you if they are, you know, a friendly person just to kind of I have that in real life. <laughs> yeah, right. It sounds like a necessary thing. For, it's like a, um, I like how they they made a empathy mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but essentially just trying to persuade her to come down and speak to us for a moment. OK, is that a role or is it just a thing that happens in the book? It's just a, like a feature. So I think okay. that's that's your call. Like if they're yeah, uh, no, that, that's fair. Like they won't put themselves in harm's way or anything, or they will even yeah, take yeah, arms yeah. to fight if you're fighting an enemy alone. But so they will. <laughs> <laughs> you just look at her with puppy dog eyes. Help! Help me! This wolf is gonna get me. So she she looks at Mark Twain and you know has has kind of a scowl. But when she sees Tesla, she both is like very visibly interested in his like exosuit. And also, you can see her soften a little bit when they make eye contact. And she effortless, effortlessly slides off of the roof and falls the 10 feet and lands on her feet in almost like one of the superhero, like, three-pointed lands and stands up, brushes off the, the dust from the roof and says, what kind of question do you have for me? 
when she does her little leap, uh, Mark Twain claps and brava, brava, good lady. I'm always welcome to some showmanship. So I'm not your monkey, Mr. Twain. I've read awful German language. Huh. So that is where this negative, it, it was a piece of satire. You must understand that of all the languages for me to choose to learn, I have started to study German. If that doesn't give you my true feelings. You know, I do not mean to insult, just make light of. And, you know, this world sometimes is, is dark enough without some, some comedy. And I, I try to be that comedy light that can lift up a few spirits here and there. And I, I consider that my, my life's goal. Not to mention he needs to sell a lot of those books. And do. jokes are always good for that. That is very true, my good friend. Ah, uh, my dear friend Samuel, though your heart is gentle, your words can be like a lash. Allow me to, to speak to Fräulein. And uh, I will speak to her in, in German. Type. Uh, but I will you not... You gotta roleplay that, though. I will not be speaking German. <laughs> but that was your speaking... chance for inspiration points. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'd be like... It would be the, the, the puppet. Or no, what was it? The Swedish chef. The Swedish chef. That tracks because a lot of my European accents tend to dip into either Swedish or or Australian. Or have you seen that video where they say words in different languages? And it's like butterfly. A butterfly. And then in German, it's like, yeah, yeah, like, I, yeah. I, like pen for in German, it's like Google Schreiber or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Google Schreiber. Yeah. Yeah. Pens. See, I, that's the one thing I remember is like pen is and like hands, hands for everything else is like. Mm. Hand um, is like magnum. No, it's hand. And in German, it's hand. Yeah. 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 No, well, it's like hand, something's like hand pants, gloves are like hand pants. <laughs> I mean, all you need to know about German is that I love you is ich liebe dich. So like, it's like, so ugly. yeah, it's one ich of those liebe die. Yeah. So I, I, the, the player person will not be able to speak in German, but Tesla would like to communicate with her just to kind of mm-hmm. connect with her and get these answers. Yeah. Yeah. What do you say? Do it in your Tesla voice. Yeah. And ju- just like we're talking normally. Uh, Fraulein, this is this is in regards to a book you've donated recently to the Vatican. Do you remember this? Oh, of course that I remember. That's why I am having to fix this roof. What do you mean? I give the book to the the Vatican as entry. It turned into a monster. I didn't do that. And now they make me repay for damage. So I have to do chores for them. Yeah, so we've had a similar instance. Let me show you. And I show her kind of what happened to us. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we are trying to investigate to figure out what is happening and why. Someone is bringing a darkness to the Vatican. Did you bring in the book too? No, we brought in different books, different donations. We picked up a book from the library, the one donated by Yarland, and it turned into this creature. And it attacked us, nearly killed us. Ah, uh, Yarland, the, uh, the drunk British man. Yes, do you know him? Everybody knows him. He's very loud. Do you know anything else about him? Oh, not much more than, you know, passing. We not we have not spoken. He's, I believe, a student. Yes. Do you recall where you, re- you obtained the book that you gave to the Vatican? I bought this book about two weeks ago. 
in Cairo. Ah, yes. Do you remember where? It's a. I bought it from the market stalls in what is called the Vide. Did you say the Vide? Divide. The wide. The wide. The wide is a. You would you would recognize it as like the general market area of Cairo, but with her accent, it's divide. Divide. Yes. And any... conquer. Mm, go ahead. No, that was divide and conquer. <laughs> He's making jokes again. He nice. speaks a little German. That's the food court. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you remember what what? the store was called or the shop or the stall i don't remember much about this stall divide is a very busy and bustling place i did not want to spend much time there could you tell me something to look for how will i recognize this place i remember a big man selling the books and he was very very friendly very loud boisterous man ah yes a man for showmanship yes I turn to Harry and uh, Samuel. What other questions do we have for our friend here? Um, my, I, oh, I don't speak German, so I've still got all the yeah. questions. <laughs> I feel like at some point I would probably like relate to what is yeah, yeah. happening here. We don't need to have a conversation <laughs> twice. Like, the main question that I have, my good uh, madam, is did this stall owner know your destination when you were sold this book? I do not believe so. I have very little conversation with him. He does not speak German, and to be honest, the English language is awful. <laughs> it is not very well constructed. I do, I do agree with that. Um, it is three languages wearing trench coat. <laughs> well said. Well said. And he genuinely laughs at that. But no, I do not tell him. He has no idea. And you also did not open the book prior to donation, correct? No, this book was not something I was interested in. I knew I would need entry into Vatican for my own purposes. And what brought you to the Vatican exactly? I am looking for someone, and I wanted to do research in their library. You have you happen to come upon some of the most well-connected people in the world. Perhaps we can assist you in this matter. Pray tell, who is it you're looking for? Uh, she <clears throat> she reaches into her like cargo pocket basically, um, and pulls out a what like a wanted poster basically. This fugitive, I am in charge to collect him. Uh, I take a snapshot of the wanted poster, but what does it look like? Um, he looks like, uh, he's got scars on his face and he looks kind of rat, ratty, like, like a little, like how people look kind of mousy. He looks a little ratty. And the name at the bottom is, Mush let's see if I can say this, Mushika, M-U-S-H-I-K-A. And there's like a, a bounty reward on it. And what is this one's crime? He has killed many people. He is thief. Are you some kind of police or special guard i collect bounties for a living used to be a soldier but there's no more wars in italy or in prussia i see well thank you kindly for your help if we see this person if we encounter them we shall keep you in mind thank you i must um, be going back to my 
my chores if you have no more no further questions. I have she none. looks at Harry. Do you have further questions? No. Okay, then. We bid you farewell. Stay in the light. And she effortlessly crawls, kind of like parkours a little bit back up the side of the building, back to her tools and pile of... I can't remember the word. What are these things called? Shingles? Shingles, yeah. I just want to call them tiles, and I know that that's not correct. Roof tiles. Roof tiles roof, roof tiles roof floor roof floors the roof top floor. the top floor part of a house uh and she gets back to shingling well hmm i i think all proverbial roads lead to cairo at this point um but i still am wondering if if these books were meant to come to the Vatican or just by its very nature as a collection of such wondrous books and works. It's just happenstance that these books, a few of these special books wound up here at the Vatican. I, I, I do not know. Um, it may be worth asking, swinging by, before we take the long trip to Cairo, uh, swinging by Yarlin. And asking him again if if this shop owner knew his destination prior to to selling him this book. Yes, one is an anomaly, two a coincidence, mm. three is a pattern. Correct, my good man. Um, yes. So I I, I say we swing back to Garland cool. real quick and just ask him that one question while yeah. he's there. As you leave, though, she says uh, she yells from the roof. Be careful. Zivide is. A dangerous place. It is seedy and full of greed. Thank you for the warning. Okay, back in the pub. Oi, chaps, you back for round two? I, I, I don't know if my old constitution can take much more drinking. If I, We have a, a long road ahead of us. We, we plan on checking up on this Cairo stand that you were discussing. It, it seems that the, all of the books had this as their destination, but we are wondering if if this bookseller knew your destination prior to selling you this book. If he if he knew I was coming to the Vacan? Co- correct. Uh you know what, mate? Probably. <laughs> I I say a lot because it's kind of a cool, you know, like, oh I'm going to the Vacan. I'm gonna study there. I tell everybody <laughs> that'll listen. Hmm. So it, it's possible that he knew that your I don't remember telling him specifically, but it, it's a good chance. Did, and he didn't recommend this book to you or anything. You just This is a book that you genuinely found in his shop and purchased on your own volition, correct? Yeah, yeah. He had a, uh, a, a display, and this book was in it, and you know the bindings, it just looked interesting. Hmm. And how many books do you think were on that display total? Ooh, I I mean the sh- the the bookstore had a lot of books, um, you know. Particular display. I don't not I mean not many. I don't believe it was. To be honest with you, mate, it was a pricey book. Um, but it it got my fancy, and I pick it up, thinking I'll read this, and then needed a a way, a way to get in the air. I figured, okay, you know, this is worth the the cost of entry, basically, to get in. Um. I don't remember him recommending it to me. Okay. So then I believe that answers all of the, the inquiries that I do have. Um, 
I, I, I thank you again for your assistance and your, um, you know, your memory, uh, and uh, have a, a good time. I, I do not know if we, if you are leaving in a week. I do not know if we shall see each other again. But know that you have made a friend in Mark Blaine. Atla, did you snap a picture of our helpful friend here for our memories? Ah, yes, a documentation of our records, of our journeys, of course. A <laughs> photograph? Yeah, big old boy should... light takes a photo. Oh, my. It's <clears throat> the most amazing technology in the yeah, world. I don't... I'm not sure I ever had a photograph taken of me before. Thank you, mates. Yes, it is our pleasure. Yeah, if you're ever in London, look me up. I'm going to be a famous historian. Yes, let me catch your name one more time. It's Yarlan Scroll. You hear that, Samuel? We will keep an eye out for Yarland on the bookshelves. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that when uh, my travels next take me to, to London, I shall visit this the famed historian, Yarland High School. I do believe that will be the case. Before we depart, I'd like to revisit the remnants of that creature we fought. I'd like to run a sample, if I, if I may, to see what we're up against. Okay. Um, so you guys know your way back. It, it wouldn't take you... I mean, imagine I probably need... going back to our room, too, to, like, pack up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I don't think we need to do a scene with you packing. <laughs> no, but... Uh, but in <laughs> Unless that... you have something in mind. No, I, I can imagine Tesla having, like, a, a, a one of his giant, you know, luggages is, like, a, a portable lab type of thing. He yeah, just does tight. science everywhere. Uh, and just wanted to start on, like, some scientific chemical experiments to see if he can deduce, like, what is this thing made out made of? It's a scientific anomaly so he has genuine interest in it or maybe he'll collect a sample to examine later yeah yeah um so you you get back to the the study after getting some like sampling tools and you see that the uh like the vatican staff is is in process of cleaning up the the mess as you as you walk in hold it right there allow me to obtain a sample before you finish cleaning this uh, a sample mr tesla what do you mean I uh, pull out a glass beaker. Here, do not touch it, but fill this with its remnants, and I will take it to examine later. Do you want me to uh, scoop some of the goo? Yes, scoop that goo. He scoops that goo. Uh, here <laughs> is a, a vial of a goo for you, Mr. Tesla. Ah, yes, thank you. Now, my dear friend Samuel, Harry, do you wish to depart for Cairo? Always looking for another stage to play. I do believe my trip... Here it seems to be at least at a stopping point. I will be happy to get back on the road and log my adventures. Or at least what I tell people are my adventures. They don't all have to be true. Yes, well, some realities are stranger than fiction, it would seem. So that's it for today's session in our second adventure of Candlekeep Mysteries, Matt's Frost's Mighty Digression, circa 1890s. Stay tuned for next week where the party goes to Egypt to explore some of the leads they've uncovered. If you're enjoying the show, please give it a like, five stars, or a review if you haven't already. It goes a long way in supporting the show. Subscribe to the podcast at plusonethegaming.com to get all the latest updates, never spam. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.